All right, we're back with episode three of I Don't Have a Name for This Podcast Yet. So you guys got to just bear with us until we come up with like a, a better name, but we're back. <laughs> Same guys as usual. <clears throat> Same guys as usual. We're going to... Uh, we're going to... Who says it's going to rain? Oh, go ahead. Oh, nah. Yeah. So you guys just bear with us with, through all this uh, turmoil we're going through. We've got a couple of topics lined up for today. A couple of things you might like freelance, freestyle. But, um... Yeah, I think the first thing we're going to touch on is probably interracial relationships. Because I really wanted to get to that one last episode, but we didn't get a chance to. Because I think the world is kind of, I think the world is a little bit more accepting of these things. Or interracial relationships or interracial relations. And I think that's kind of where the world is going. Because everybody you meet now, they're mixed. And like, granted, we all probably have some type of mixed lineage, but... I don't, you know, I don't really think there should be like a, oh, you know, people make it a point of, oh, I'm mixed with this and right. that and this and that. And some of those aren't necessarily racist. They're just nationalities. But I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to tell people what they can and cannot say. But, you know, I don't know. How, how you feel about it? What you think? Yeah. Oh, I'm in one right now. Um, I really don't like it that much. I ain't going to lie to you. Why not? It's, it's kind of weird. Like, I've never dated a Hispanic Hispanic girl before, and it's different. It's a lot different. Like, what, what makes it so different? I don't know. She just don't do stuff the black girls do. <laughs> like what? Like, like what exactly? Like, I've seen her flat iron her whole head and then didn't wrap it up at all. Is it, that a bad thing? I mean, I don't know. I, I don't think it's good. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, how did that make you feel when you saw that? It made me feel no type of way, but it was it was weird to look at. Like, was it really? Because I never, because I seen black girls that I dated do their hair all the time, and if you know they weren't going straight out, they would you know wrap it up at least. So that was a bit strange to you. Yeah, it was. It was off. It felt unnatural. Very much so, but 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 you liked her for some reason, right? So like, what, what? So so what don't you like about the relationship now? Not necessarily her, but like interracial relationships. Like, I, I like him. I'm all for him. I, I've dated a couple people outside of my race. I kind of like it. I like it because it, it's different. Because it gave me a different view on life, and some uh, some of the other races and cultures they're not too much different from what we do. Or whatever, and I just feel like you just can't you can't help who you love or who you, who you're attracted to, and like I've always had a thing for like other people. Not saying I don't like black women because most of the people I have dated have been black women, but I've always had like this curiosity about like other races. Like like I was telling somebody before, um, the first one of the first few crushes I had was on a Latino woman, a Latina woman, <laughs> uh, and. A white woman, I, surprisingly, and I and I don't really date white women like that, and I would like to, but it's not too many that I am actually attracted to, and I think that's why I actually like the two that I like. But the two people were Selena, so that that set it off to me. Go so, uh Nah, Selena the singer. The uh, you remember the movie that J Lo played her? So it was really J Lo, but Selena in real life was kind of hot too, though. <laughs> so that kind of that kind of set it off for me. And there was this lady named Sandra Bullock. Everyone knows who she is from Speed. My mom let me watch Speed, and I've been in love with her ever since. Sandra Bullock. Yeah. Have you seen her in um in that one movie? What's that movie called? Miss Congeniality. Miss Congeniality. She was Was that? That wasn't her? I think it was her. It's another lady that kind of no, looked like her, too. I don't think that was her. 
I think that was her. But and then remember the white the um, the pink Power Ranger, Kimberly. <laughs> that was who I was in love with. That, that's how I kind of got exposed to. But other than that, that's really that really was it. So I'm I've always been kind of curious about them, and I like the ones I have been in. Granted, sometimes their parents are like really really old school. They don't necessarily like them dating outside mm-hmm. of their race. But a lot of them don't even really know that they might even be black. They just never know. Right. But but hey, you know I think I, but I do think we're coming to a society where it's gonna be a. Uh, Everyone's gonna be like so mixed because if you go like to L.A., New York, Miami, someplace like that, where it's a, it's a heavy population of like different people, it's always you just can't help but run into each other. You been out there before? Have I been out to L.A.? I haven't been to L.A., but I've been to San Francisco, and out there it was Asian heavy, it was Hispanic heavy, it was white people heavy, it was black. It was like a balance. Like, I saw, like, the part, particular parts that I was in, I saw, like, everybody. Like, everybody was, like, they're mingling and co-mingling. Mm-hmm. And, like, you've seen a lot of, like, white women, with, I mean, white white guys with, with Asian women. You've seen, like, a lot of black guys with Hispanic women or, like, it makes, like, a white guy with an Indian girl, like, a, a black guy with an Indian girl. Like, you just never really know. Like, out there, it was just, like, super mixy. And I think that living here in, like, the South or whatever, like, in Atlanta or whatever, that it's still super conservative because it was for a long time it was just black and white people here now it's everybody's here right but like when you well like our population isn't as densely populated with um other ethnicities as it is in other places but I, I do think it's coming to a point where like we're all gonna just be mixy we're all gonna be like oh partaking in everybody's culture and dating other people but I don't know I'm just surprised that you're in one and you feel this way um, I'm just gonna stick with the black woman, I guess, for now on. Because she didn't wrap her hair up. No, it's just not that they're just they're just awesome. Do, they are awesome, but do 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 is this your first interracial relationship? Yes. So would you be willing to try this again? Maybe. Maybe you think she just kind of just like threw it off for you? Yeah, kind of sort of. But kind of sort of. I mean, I guess that's just how I'm feeling right now, but, you know, we'll see what happens later on. So, when we all first started, like, how, how did you feel? How did, how did you feel about it? She started off pretty cool, you know? And, and, what, and what made it go left in your eyes, if, if, if that's what I'm trying to get at here? She was crazy. Crazy? Yeah. Black people are crazy. No, she had a. Uh, it was a. It was another kind of crazy. I just. I can't call it. Put my hand on it. Um, yeah, she. Uh, she started off okay for a good second, I guess, and then you know things got weird. <laughs> weird like how? <laughs> Besides that. <laughs> Insecurities. Insecurities. And you don't think you saw these same things as a black woman before? Not saying that, but. Hers was it. It actually kind of jumped off pretty early, I guess. Like, like what? Explain. My phone. You don't think that's, black people do that? A, that's a big one right there. It's a big one. That's Tell me about one. it. That's if you feel comfortable sharing, you know, like your personal, personal life out there. Because if not, I kind of go down my experiences. Hmm. Just always wondering what I'm doing in my phone. I thought I always thought that was weird. Like, I mean, and she was the first person that ever had done that to you. So early, so yeah. early, so early, yeah. So you just thought she was just like just super 
possessive and protective and I would think so, yes. Okay. See with me, um like it's always been pretty good. Like I think most of the parents like me, but then sometimes I've have I have had one where like they always thought I was like some kind of game banger drug dealer person or something like that. Just cause I, you know, like I may have had like a nice car I was kinda well to do for them or whatever. I guess they were wondering like how did I acquire these things, but I'm I'm a pretty pretty decent guy. I don't really I don't really get into those things, but but other than that, like I've had like really good experience like and I had like I've dated a couple of Hispanic women. Like I can say that they do seem to be a little bit crazy, but I do feel that way about like a lot of women in general though. Like I remember ah, I can't say names, but you you might remember her. You remember uh the girl that was from Ecuador that, that was over here one day, you and Willis? I can't. I shouldn't have said that name either. God damn it! Erase that name. You you guys didn't hear that. But uh, you remember she came and she was really skinny. She had like a nice shaved head, really long hair. Matter of fact, let me pull up a picture. The tall, skinny one. Nah, I she wasn't really tall. She was. She she was about five five. Let me see if I can find a picture. I still got a picture in here somewhere. Um, but I don't know. She had beat me. She had beat me over here. Like if I show you a picture, you'll remember her. I, I just think, can't say her name. I don't think I was here. No, I don't think I was. You don't remember? No. But I might have seen her. I just don't remember. You might have. It was a while ago. But uh, what she would do was is that she would always, like, 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 with my phone or, like, why didn't I call her? If I didn't call her at a certain time, like, she thought I was out doing this and doing that. And it's basically because of <clears throat> somebody she, she had already been dealing with. Right. Like, because of stuff that he had been doing to her. But... I know she would always break up with me and, like, leave me for somebody else. Like, I'm just like, why would she do that? But, like, she what, what she did was, because I figured she was an opportunist because she would always leave me for somebody who would give her something that could, like, help her get ahead or so to say. Because, mm-hmm. like, I think, like, with me, like, even today, like, she still hits me up on, like, social media. And she always says she wished things would have been different. She was just young and dumb, but... Like, I think at the time she was just, like, more so trying to, like, get ahead in life. So, like, anybody who kind of gave her attention, because I think she was still hurting on the inside, that's what she would kind of lean to. Because the guy she ended up being, like, involved with or married to, like, kind of kind of trash. Like, so like you fell off. Attention whore? I think that's what it was. I think she was an attention whore. But the guy she ended up dating was kind of trash, and the guy before me was trash. Like the guy she has a kid with, like he, they were all trash guys. And like now, like like it's just like now it's like you want to be like oh this this this, but it's kind of a little bit too late. Right. Like you you can't come back. But she did. I do. I will say she was crazy about me. Though. And that's one thing I did like that she was crazy about me. I never knew. You know, I never had to wonder what it was. I just think she was just afraid of like having something good. Cause she always said like you were too good to be true. I couldn't. I didn't. I didn't really believe because all the guys I had dated were just like trash, basically. Right. So I can't say that. And it was one, one you know about for sure. You know real well about that one. <laughs> the the Colombian girl. Yeah. Yeah, her like she was crazy about, me. but she did do a lot of like questionable stuff. But I think I don't think it's just them as a race. I just think that's like a woman issue. I think like um. 
I think like they all like I think they just had like issues of being mistreated and then when they get something good they don't necessarily know like it's always that too good to be true thing like I still have the text I still have like all the messages the emails everything like it's kind of crazy but I, I I I will say I will say that it's not gonna deter me from um dating outside of my race so I think I'm gonna keep at it because I'm I'm always open to anybody like I don't really like just shut people down because of what they look like or where they're from. But I will say that some races are harder to to kind of infiltrate than others. Like, you ever, you ever tried to like approach an Indian girl? An Indian girl? Uh, yeah. I, I haven't seen any that I liked. So. Really? No. No. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. I have, and like it's awkward. Like I know, I know. Like it was this one Indian lady. She she liked me, but I don't think her parents would have liked me. Basically, is what what the message was because of because you were black. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> you was a hoodlum. <laughs> I was like a hoodlum, but uh, I think, well, they probably thought it might have been a hoodlum, but. And you had cornrows. <laughs> Are you trying to play me? I'm just, I'm just telling the truth. <laughs> they probably did think that, though. Oh, he got cornrows. He probably rapped. <laughs> <laughs> like I was some kind of rapper or something. Mm-hmm. But, um, like, I don't know. But I think she just probably would have, like, had fun. I think she really would have liked me, but I don't think she probably would have let it. I don't think she would have let it go any further, or her parents, so to say, unless she was just, like, super rebellious. But I always wanted to, like, explore that and kind of venture back, because I did like her. She was pretty cute. She was pretty cute. But I think, I, I don't know, it's just really weird, man. Like, it, it, it's, I like them, but it's kind of hard to do sometimes if it's, like, a super big cultural difference. Mm-hmm. So... I don't know. It's it's kind of crazy just just to see like, just to see how people are, like how people think, and just like where we are in twenty seventeen, where like a lot of the things we're doing now would have been like taboo, or like we would have been frowned upon, so to say. But I don't know. It's pretty cool. Um, what else? Did, what else? What else do we want to want to get out? We might we might come back to that uh, interracial thing, right? Just because it, it's a lot, but I do I do see it becoming a common thing, like like, and it's just seeing like for me, like people say I have a type. I don't really have a type. I like what I like when I see it. Like I can point to, and just show you like what I would like, and like it it'll be different. But I know someone told me, uh, actually somebody I work with, she was like, you don't, you she says you you really you only date Hispanic women. I was like, no. Nah. She's like, well, all the girls you show me have been. I was like, no, nah, they just might look like that, but they're not. Like, a lot of the girls I was to date were black. They just might have been light-skinned, or they might have just had straight hair. You just never really know. But a lot of them don't really be knowing about, like, how our hair and stuff is and our bodies and stuff. So, I don't know. Dang, where was I going with that? I don't know. But <laughs> I just I just, I just, just like what I like. I like everybody, man. I, don't, I really don't have a type. I like just everybody. Yeah, I, I, like, I like everybody. Like, I could point to... A white woman I like. I could point to an Asian, an Indian, a black woman. White woman? What, what yeah. white woman you like? You got they got some names? Well, like famous people? Ones you walk past? Well, some of the ones I've, I've walked past I have like. And then there's some of the ones I've just seen like in passing. But it's rare because like it's just... Sometimes it, sometimes they can... Sometimes they're just not the most appealing to me. Mm-hmm. But there are a few that I can just kind of like point to. Like I can go touch them if I wanted to, like tomorrow. He said touch them. Yeah, like just, you know, to dap them up, give them a hug if oh, I wanted okay. to tomorrow. Oh, okay. You got to clear that up. That sounded kind of <laughs> suspect. Okay. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying, though. But yeah, it's a few. But it, it seems like it's harder to do that, though. Like it's just in like every culture has their thing. Sometimes it seems like people are mad for like power and 
status or money or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then some people are married or like date based on like how they feel, like love. And that's how I kind of feel like it. I don't think it should be about like what you have or status or or power or whatever. But like there there is a thing. And people might deny it, but there's definitely a thing to get into that. Um, what else? What else are we missing? Um, did you watch um, Eminem at the Hip Hop Awards, BET Awards? I didn't watch it. Oh man, you missed it. You gotta watch I, I it. I heard. I heard. Yeah. Man. I mean, I heard on the radio what he said a bunch of times. So. Yeah. Well, at least at least you heard it. Yeah. Like, one thing I did, I did see. I see people saying he the right person for, it. and I, you know, I'm pretty much sure. But like, that's that's nothing that Eminem hasn't been doing. He's been doing that his whole career. He's done Bush. He's done. Um, He's done Trump like he he's done he's done a lot of bad presidents that he's been around for like it's all like he's he's always having like a deeper message like you know like people may know like how my name is like when he's being silly but like I'm gonna really can rap I don't know if people think that's a surprise like that he don't have messages in his music like people just don't they don't listen or they're not paying attention that's what I think it is it's, it it has to be something because Eminem is Eminem is probably like one of the one of the greatest rappers ever if not the best. That's like, like all time top of the list type. Best. For me, yeah, like just based on what he do, like he he dominates in pretty much every category. Like lyrical scheme, his he's the cadence king. He can rap in any flow, any speed that he wants to. He can rhyme words that shouldn't even rhyme. <laughs> he sold more records than anybody. And I hate being a numbers guy, but if people want to go that he, he he has a diamond album. It's only two rappers that have three rappers really that have a diamond album. Eminem and Outkast because of the love below. Right. So Big Boy and Andre Thieta, those are the only three people who really, really have it. He's the only one who has a diamond album as a rapper. If people want to go by says all his albums are like five times platinum, maybe more than that. Um, but you know, I just, I just didn't like what people, you know, everybody want to be an Eminem fan now. But I did, I did like his message that he that that he had out there. I don't, I don't, I, don't, I just, I just didn't like that people weren't aware of like how talented he is like you know and they shouldn't have to take like a white guy to kind of deliver that message like we need more stuff like that out there i mean he used what he had you know he you know uh, a lot of people listen to him and the ones who don't you know other people who do know about him will you know talk about him and they gonna say you know hey he put out that message and he used you know his status to get that message out yeah. Of, course, of course, people are gonna listen to him, you know, especially at the the um, BT Awards. Yeah. So, um, I liked it. Gave it to Trump. It was pretty. Yeah. It was pretty funny when you think about it. It did. He said, uh, "Only thing that Trump is fantastic for is racism." I mean, he said, "No, he's that racism is the only thing that Trump is fantastic for." And something about him being bald and he's orange, and he was kind of referring to the thing of fantastic for. I don't think everybody kind of picked that up. I'm about to go back and get the direct quote, but I know it was about Fantastic Four racism and uh, him being bald and orange. It's like pretty much the thing on Fantastic Four. And if you're not really into cartoons or comic books, you really won't. You really won't know who the thing is right. until you look it up or somebody has to tell you. But it's just some of the stuff he was saying was just like, just just saying, hey, pick a side, basically. Like there's like he was like, my fans like just in case you're having a hot, hard time deciding deciding which side you're on like I'm drawing the line right here like either you with Trump or you not because he has he know that he has a, a mixed demographic of fans like he has fans that's probably like anti-Trump or you know or pro-Trump 
Right. So I think that's kind of what he was trying to get out there to. I don't know if everybody kind of got that, even though it was obvious, but the thing he was talking about mostly was just, just Trump. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people that still like him, but they, they kinda, still like Trump too. <laughs> yeah, they, and they probably just kind of like torn between the two maybe. Right. Like this somebody I really like, and he's kind of going against somebody else I really like. So I don't know, but I, I just want to touch on that because I did, I was kind of like excited to see it. Because anytime he raps, I run to listen to it. I don't care what, what it is. I always run to listen to it because I know it's going to be something special when he does it. And he got a new album coming out, too. And he got a beard. I've never seen Eminem with a beard. Yeah, it looked weird. Every time, every time he does something drastic to, like, his appearance, he comes with something crazy. Remember, he had the blonde hair. He was already nuts. And then when he stopped having the blonde hair, he started delivering, like, more substance in his music. Like, kind of, like, he kind of got away from, like, the funny accents and stuff and stuff like that. And he started making, like, more introspective and super lyrical stuff. Not that he wasn't before, but, like, like my favorite album he has today is Recovery. You ever heard that one? I heard a little bit of it. Man, that, that album was But I heard it was good, though. It is really good. The stuff he talked about on there, it's a lot of mental health stuff on there. That's actually the topic we're we supposed to touch on, because I guess it's a good segue into it. But like, like stuff like that is what people don't hear from him. They always play, because you know the radio play what, what's radio catchy and stuff like that. They don't play like the real substance. They don't play like the real music. Right. They just play like what people can, you know, a quick jingle basically. But like, it's, you know, but like that album was pretty dope. They got me through a lot of stuff because I don't felt like that too. I might play you a song or two, to like that you might like. But um, I don't know. We'll we'll um, we'll, we'll get back to that. But I did want to touch on mental health. Like, how do you feel about that? Because um, right now I feel like I'm paying more attention to it than ever before. Um. I feel like I need to meditate more to get my mental health uh, back where it needs to be or give myself You're more right. time. Like, uh, you know, uh, I ain't going to say I ain't doing so good, but, you know, my, my mind is always elsewhere and I, I'm i unable to focus as much as I want to or need to. So, yeah, I need I need that. So like what kind of what kind of things be kind of going through your head like 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 when you need to focus like like where what's making it so challenging for you? Oh, I think about a thousand things at once. I got like ADD or something. Oh, you just be kind of rambling through thoughts. Yeah, exactly. Like if I don't like write it down or or make sure it's known, then you know I I do something else when I need to be doing. You know what I'm saying? Like. How people have their phone in their hand and be buried, but they supposed to be doing something else at that time. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that. So, I need to, you know, get get back with what what I know and and uh, start start doing things like I used to, you know. Yeah, um, for me, like I, I started meditating about 2015, maybe. What year was that? Maybe 2015, I started, like, um, dabbling in it. But in 2016, I got really, really serious with it, like, because it, it, I feel like it helped get me through a lot of stuff that I was doing. There's some stuff that I'll probably talk about on the podcast. I'm going to use this podcast to, like, kind of vent as, like, an audio diary where I can, like, kind of be real, like, introspective with people because I feel like what we're doing is going to help somebody somewhere. Like, every topic ain't going to be meant to help nobody, but... But a lot of times we're gonna to touch on a lot of like serious stuff. But like, I'm like I don't, I don't, I feel comfortable like just kind of airing stuff out there to like the general public, like because I, I know I'm not the only one. Like, there's nothing new under the sun. But like, I, I was going through a lot of stuff, and like, I felt like when I started meditating, it was helping me helping me get through it. I felt better. 
like even today, like I, I still make it a make it my business to like to do it at least ten minutes a day. Like if you can't find ten minutes ten minutes in a day, then something's wrong. Something you you need to be doing it. Exactly. And like you know, like when I do it, I feel I feel better. Like I do it either in the morning before I go to work. At one point, I was doing it on my lunch break at my old job. Um, and, like, now I kind of do it, like, right before I go to bed sometimes. Like, just kind of clear my mind. Like, right after I do it, I go, I go to sleep. Like, you remember those nights I tell us to just be up, like, 2 and 3 in the morning, then go to work while I wouldn't go to sleep? Like, it's probably because something was just rambling through my mind. Or I just had, like, an overactive mind. Like, I don't necessarily be thinking about anything, but it just be, be going. It just be <laughs> like, you know... I could be thinking about this and like my, my how my mind works is that I play everything back in my head, like every conversation I have, mm-hmm. everything I do, <clears throat> um, everything I do, like I play it back in my head because I have like a really really good memory. So like if I'm playing it back, it's like I'm watching it on TV. Okay. So like so so sometimes like it would help me like kind of get out of that cycle and like kind of like free my mind a little bit because it it, it just gave me an escape. And I don't think a lot of people pay attention to, like, how they're feeling. Like, you know, like, how many times people ask you, how do you feeling throughout the day? Mm, not a lot. They ask how my day is going, but not how I feel. But, yeah, I don't think um, people ever ask me how I'm feeling. Maybe maybe I can count on that on maybe in one, on a handful of people, you know, that ask, ask me how I'm feeling. But I'm usually the one asking everyone how they're feeling, and nobody really ever asked me how how I'm feeling. I was like, how was your day? My day went, it was pretty hectic or whatever, Like, but I never really asked like, how I'm feeling. So like, I think I think we need to start asking people how they're feeling more and, you know, like, checking on people more because, you know, you never know what somebody's going through. Like, right. one text can save a life. And, like, and the reason why I put, like, you know, I wanted to touch on the top because I've dated people who battled depression. I've dated maybe three people who battled depression. One was really bad. Like, she tried to kill herself a couple times. And that was a lot to handle. And, like, don't nobody to this day still know anything about oh, what happened with this particular person. And I don't even really like talking about it, actually. Like maybe I tell it on here, but like she, it, it, it was kind of crazy. It was a lot going on, but like I, I that that just kind of taught me to be more sensitive to like about how other people feel and like what's going on in their mind, you know? Because right. you never really know like what's going on in their mind because you're not them, and like nobody's ever really stopping to take the time to actually sit there and ask them these things. They just they just assume that everybody's okay, and, and you know everybody's not. And a lot of people hide stuff too. Yeah. So I think I think I think as a as a community or like just as people that we need to be more sensitive to others sometimes. Like not necessarily like sugarcoat what you're saying, but like just be just be on lookout for like mm-hmm. what's going on with somebody because you never really know like what they're dealing with. Like like it be the prettiest people. Like Kanye was say the prettiest people do the ugliest things. Like you just never really know. Like I know people cut themselves. I know people take drugs to escape. I know people who like I said try to kill themselves. Like and it's not it's not and as a friend sitting by watching or like as a boyfriend sitting by watching, like that's tough. To just kinda sit there and watch somebody like go through that. So you had a girlfriend trying to kill herself or it, does it make you feel like you need to stay with that person, or would it be like, oh, okay, well, Man, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go this way? <laughs> you open a can of worms, but yeah, it kind of make you feel like, 
like you should stick by and stay by, especially if you that one thing and keeping them happy. So you feel obligated. Uh, in a sense, yeah, because I really did like this person. I liked her a lot. Like so, 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 what makes you think that you have to stay because they said they're gonna kill themselves? What is you saying that so you won't leave them or you won't, you know, go cheat on them or you know something simple? You know what I'm saying? They just saying that to get in your head, and it's they, not as serious as you think it is. Really, they, I they, mean, then this person, they, this person probably had these suicidal thoughts before you met them. You know what I'm saying? So why why is a life a lot more worse when you came? You know what I'm saying? Well, it I don't think this particular person was joking because I've talked to her family. Well, not this person. I'm just saying. Oh, you just, just like just a, just a general question. Yeah. yeah, like like I can see that happening because honestly, like <laughs> I kind of <laughs> I should be laughing, but I, I've done that before. Like, so I'm gonna get myself, okay. but I was young and dumb. I told somebody this at work too. But I was drunk and dumb. I told him that. And then, like, text him and then just not text back. And he'd be, like, the whole fake dad for, like, a week. Like, I, I can't see that happening. But, like, as I got older, I realized that that's not nothing to really, like, joke about. People really be be feeling like that. Out here offing themselves. Yeah. And, like, like with her, um, I, I talked to a couple of her family members. And they were saying that uh, she's supposed to take medicine. Mm-hmm. Because after her mom died, that's when things really started. Plus, she was in an abusive relationship before I got there. Then her mom died, and he didn't, and she didn't, she wasn't there for her mom when she died because basically she was out here, right? And he wasn't letting her go, so she always carried that burden with her. And like just some of the stuff that we would talk about, she would say I remind her of her mom, like the kind of care and attention I would give her. And then, like, you know, sometimes, like, life would just get tough for her. So, you're saying she need, like, a kid or a puppy or something because she wanted attention? No, I just think, like, I think her mom was, like, a big factor in her life. And then with her being, I think she was, what, 23 when we met? Because how old am I now? Dang. 30. Damn near. I think it was, like, 25. I'm I'm not 40 yet. But let's see. Let's see. I'm what. I think I had just, I was getting ready to turn 25 because I had just moved here when I met. This is like in 2013. So I'm telling people my age. Don't do no math, guys. You not. You guys don't want to get out your calculators. But um, but uh, I think she was just, just going through a rough patch. And then like I was like that, that little bit of ray of hope for her. And like everything was cool. And then like she would get like have her days where she's not feeling the best. And I, I later found out that she was supposed to be taking like medicine. And she, you know, she kind of. So what's the medicine for? Suicidal people, um, like antidepressants. Or yeah, basically antidepressants that she was taking. Like, like I remember one time, like when like her family would like call me like in the middle of the night and like uh, stuff would really be going on, or they're like, "What happened? We just need you to talk to her." Just blah, 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 blah. like sometimes it'd be about me, sometimes it wouldn't be about me. Like I said, just sometimes just stuff happens. Like she just get, she was just like she's super emotional anyway. But she wants to be a Pisces or something. She actually was. She was the actually the opposite of what I am. See. Like in the, I'm not really in the zodiac signs, but like her aunt was like really into like this whole zodiac sign spiritual world type of thing, and um, she was saying that like I'm the water that kind of balances her out because right. fish can't survive without water, and I'm a water sign or whatever. However it worked, <laughs> but what I, I'm like I said, I'm not really really good at like zodiac signs, but. Her aunt was just explaining a lot of stuff to me as to, like, why she thought the way she thought. But I think I was really good for, for a while, then it ended. 
We might talk about that one day on here. I don't know if I want to talk about it now. But like, I, like I said, I've de- I've dealt with people who who have uh, felt like that, even friends like that. But it's just hard to be like on a on like the uh, outside or like right there. Or like, let's just say you was doing. I gotta sit here and just be like, yo, man, everything gonna be all right. Like right. it's hard sitting on watching somebody like be on the verge or on the cliff. Like you worry, and you kind of take that burden on with you. Like, you don't start thinking, but you kind of carry that burden with you. It's pretty rough. But I do think if people would talk to people more or or express themselves better, that they might, you know, the world might be a little bit better for them to, you know, to navigate through. Like, it may not be all doom and gloom for them. Or I'm not saying it's like that every time, but I think that it may be an easier path for them to take than just, just doing that. Right. So I think like with meditation and just people just people being kinder to people, everything now is a joke or a game or trying to join or roast somebody. Like some shit just ain't funny. Like it's, you know, like I know that because I used to have all the jokes growing up. Like now I really don't, I really don't really talk about people, physical appearance or like what somebody doesn't have or don't have. Like granted, I don't care anymore. Like I said, I was young and dumb, but. Like now, I just I, I try to be mindful of that because you know something that I think maybe nothing could be something to somebody else. Exactly. So like, oh, these are the best shoes I can afford. You know, like man, what kind of shoes are those? Are you trying to be funny? No, I'm just asking. You know, they may be real sensitive about it. So I try not to to do those things. But I do think mental health is going to be something we come up a topic that's going to be a reoccurring thing because we need it. But I do enjoy meditating. I do feel like I get a lot of benefit from it. Like, how does it feel when you do it? Like, do you, do you ever feel, like, tingly? Like, feel like something just saying... Sometimes when uh, um, I'm, like, really in the zone and I can, like, really focus and, you know, drown out, like, um, everything around me and stop thinking about uh, what happened yesterday or um, some girl, you know, just, just random stuff I don't need to be thinking about when I'm meditating. I just need to focus on... You know, my mind, my body, you know, my soul, you know, and just, um, you know, just start thinking about that. And, uh, so, so, so you do like a body scan when you, uh, when you meditate or you just kind of just sit with your thoughts? Um, I try to listen to like real calm music. I get my headphones and, you know, I get like real comfortable uh, as comfortable as I can, you know, and I go from there. Yeah, I, I don't think I've done it with music. I always do it to like silence. And sometimes when I hear like when I hear like kids in the background, like inside my house, it's kind of hard. That's why I use music so I don't have to do that. Yeah. And just like real calm music, like uh, white noise or something. You know what I mean? White noise. Or or just you know just real calm music. You know. You know what? Maybe I should try to rain like the rain and thunderstorm because I I like the rain. That's that's another favorite time I like to do it when it rains. But I do have it. I never thought about doing that. Like, I have, but I never... Sometimes I just feel like maybe I'm missing something. Because it's really not, like, a right or wrong way to do it. But I guess you just get out of it whatever you get. But I did... I did. I always ask people, like, how... You know, I try to find out what their experience is, is like, too, because, you um, It varies. So, I don't know. But do, do, do you feel like you're getting a lot of benefit from it? Um... When you do do it? I feel like I do. I mean, I probably don't gain a bunch when I meditate, but I do lose a bunch, like, um, you know, anger and frustration and, uh, you know, uh, stress and, 
depression. I'm not saying I am depressed, but you know, oh yeah, we gotta that, go back to depression. That that goes away too, you know, and you know, I feel like those things are, you know, they leave me, and if you know, if they wanted to come back up, you know, I can always meditate again, or you know, just go back to that that uh, that happy place. You know what I mean? Whatever I'm, I'm feeling down, or you know, something like that, I could just do like a little quick meditation. You know how you'll you'll be in line, and it'll be a long line, and that one person up front is just taking forever, and you have to just <laughs> just go to your little place so you won't cuss the next person behind you or in front of you out. Oh man. So let me ask you this. So, so have you ever been depressed? Do you feel like you've been depressed? Mm, no. I feel like I've been depressed before. I don't think I took it as everybody else, but I feel like I was in like a very, very dark place. A certain period of my life, like everything was just kind of bad. Like no one else knew, but I knew. But like, or maybe it was just a low for me, a personal low for me. Let's just say I probably was doing a lot better than everybody else. Not necessarily like money-wise or like, you know, I'm just talking about like in life, period. Like, I might be, you know, somebody might be dealing with their grandma dying, or I may be dealing with a bill or something like that. Right. But, you know, but I did, I did feel like it was it was something to me. Um, oh, that's pretty crazy. But I, I think I have been depressed before. I think I, think, I think I just handled it differently. I think I just, because I'm not a quitter, so I don't think I let stuff beat me. I find other stuff to do with my time. That's kind of how I thought about, you know, kind of coming up with podcasts because I have a lot of stories to tell. And, like, I like doing it. And I've been procrastinating with this thing for, like, two years. You, you remember when I first started talking about this? Right. Like, maybe even longer than that, before podcasts even got popping. Like, I remember, like, the Juan Epstein podcast before before Combat Jack, before Tack, before Joe, before everybody started doing podcasts. I was already on that wave because I was always listening to them at work. Like, because at my I could play my headphones. But I, I've just been procrastinating. But I think it's probably because I wasn't in a good space to do it. Like, right now, I just feel like being creative. Like, even when I'm, I'm actually about to start back making music. So I'm about to actually do that. But I think when I meditate, sometimes I go places. I be feeling like something just kind of like, just, just tingly like this just kind of just go over my whole body. Right. It's just, I don't know. And like I, like, I see a lot of stuff. And like, for me, I get messages. Like, I've always gotten messages, but when I do that, I get messages either. Like, text either, messages? Uh-uh. Right. Well, sometimes, like, my thing is, like, sometimes thoughts will pop in my head and it'll be true. Like, I could think of somebody and then they'll pop back up. And then it's, like, certain things that I kind of, like, got around me that I believe manifest things for me to come. Mm-hmm. Or for certain things, because, like, let's see how can I say it. Like, this right here, I think, you know what this is, right? Uh, Crystal? It's Rose Quartz. It, it is crystal though, but like <laughs> this, this, uh, this one in specific, um, this specific one, uh, I believe it's the reason why a lot of people from my past are popping up, or like new people, like like I meditate and then somebody like I maybe think about they'll pop up, like I won't reach out to them, they'll just pop up, and that's what meditating does too. It uh, you know it it brings you closer to. Um, you know, your, uh, you know, whatever those those powers that you actually really have, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like uh, manifesting things, you know? Definitely. I believe, I believe that, because you know they want to use 10% of our mind. I don't believe, I believe people out there can use more. And I think, like, through things like meditation and when you dream, that's you using extra percentages of your mind. And I think, like, we, I think we have the power in our minds to kind of, like, 
bring things to fruition or like manifest things in your life, like mm-hmm. whether it's good or bad. And like every time it, it happens, it's just not the only one I have. Have you ever seen the ones I got? Yeah, I seen one of them. You was you was fondling them on your bed one day. Yeah, I was trying to hide it <laughs> before you yeah, came. Yeah, I'm talking about it. Because yeah. <laughs> I was there actually meditating before you showed up. I didn't think it was gonna come that fast that day, but but yeah, like I do Pause. believe. <laughs> that did sound kind of bad, but um, that's what she said too, by the way. But <laughs> but uh, but yeah, man. Um, but yeah, I do believe that they 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 help manifest. But I get messages like. Like it might not mean anything to to, to you. Like I may see like seven sixteen everywhere I go. Like something happened. Like lately I've been seeing the number twenty two. I tweeted this the other day. I've been seeing the number twenty two, and for me, and I, I'm bad with days. But that day is the day that uh, me and a particular someone had started like our relationship. And it was actually the depressed girl. So like in my mind, like I'm thinking like something's going on somewhere. I, I, I really be thinking like she's thinking about me. And I feel it because there's no reason why sometimes I go play and I just start, like, shit just pop in my mind. Like, why is she in my head? But I think I'm in her head, too. Right. I think we're linked. I think we're always going to be linked. And she's not the only one. But I get, like, little messages and little things from people. Or I can go on Twitter and maybe, like, hey, text somebody you miss or whatever. I'm like, how do you know I was missing somebody? Or, like, a commercial may come on. And I don't watch a lot of TV like that, especially not something that show commercials. So I just, I just get, like, little messages. But I think stuff like that is is real, and I think as, as long as you believe in it, it's real. Like nobody can tell me different that these things haven't happened, and I can like get countless witnesses and just go down the list and just say, "Hey, look, this person was here when this happened, right. or X, Y, and Z happened." Like, but I do believe, um, I do believe that like meditation is like the gateway to unlocking unlimited potential within your mind and just like the universe. Period. Right. Um. Um, but I know, like now, I don't think I don't like is that everyone's trying to do it or they're like fake doing it. You don't it. like everybody meditating? No, man, because a lot of people not really in it. They just want to be like trendy or like you know hipster about it. Like, like I see a lot of people getting like crystals. Some of them be fake, and I notice because I know that they're fake because they don't come in those colors. Like you can't say this is rose quartz and it's purple. Right. It's not. It shouldn't be purple. And like. It doesn't even look like an amethyst, for real. And, like, the only reason why I know this is because, like, when I was younger, like, my mom, I, took, I ever told you about the psychic lady that lived with us? Mm-mm. Man, let me tell you. So now we got story time. <laughs> but it was the psychic lady. She came to live with us or whatever. Long story short, she had these crystals. And that's how I got introduced to them. But, like, I was scared of them about it because I was a freshman, well, sophomore in high school. But like, I know she healed my mom with them. My mom didn't call for, like, a while. She knew stuff about me that she shouldn't have known. She knew that I had special powers or special abilities, whatever people want to call them. Psychic gifts is what she called them. And I kind of believe that might be psychic gifts, too, but I don't know. But that's how I got into them. And just to see people into them now and they don't know what they're doing with them, right. they can cause a lot of damage to themselves and other people. Yeah, right. But I think a lot of people get them because they, they're, they're, they're pretty or they're cute or like it's like, oh, I want to be fake earthy girl today. I don't like people just pretending to be stuff. You know, like, you know how everybody got dressed on oh, my roster? Back in the day when Lil Wayne had dreads, I'm like, no, you're not a roster. You you shaved your beard. You're not a <laughs> roster. You you don't have underarm hair. You're not. A, you know what I'm saying? Like it's just certain things that that go along with the lifestyle that you're trying to say you're living and you're not doing. So I don't really be liking people when people find out about stuff. Cause then everybody get on and you can't really enjoy it the way you used to. But that's another story for now. I'll tell you guys about the psychic lady more one day. Did she touch you? She did. 
She did trust me. But but it's stuff that she shouldn't have known that she knew. Like, I think what made my mama believe her because, like, I know at night, and this accent, well, I don't know, but maybe it is. No, I know that. Mm-hmm. But at night, um, the lady was saying it felt like somebody was coming in the room every night. My dad died when I was three on Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. So my mom always, you know, she don't re- we don't really talk about it. I don't really ask too many questions. Lots of I find I just kind of find out from just 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 in passing or whatever. But um, she was saying that because one night before she was saying that something was in the house and it, it was an unpleasant spirit. And so she sent it away with one of the crystals or whatever. And like just just whatever she was doing. And she said that the next night something else was in the room, but she had been feeling that same thing. But it wasn't like it was a peaceful thing. And she was saying that um, it sat at the foot of the bed. My mama slept on this side of the bed. And she slept on this side of the bed. And she said, and like the kind of how the, the entrance of her room was kind of like how my bathroom is where you can walk in and whatever. Because like she had like the master bedroom in like the house or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, she was saying that every night she'd feel somebody come sit at the foot of the bed like on my mom's side. She said it, it didn't, she didn't send him away because she felt like it was a pleasant spirit. And um, she was saying that, uh, what did she say? She said she was kind of afraid to look at the, the one before, the night before, it had it was like mutilated face or whatever. So she's, you know, she, you know, she sent it away. But in the long story short, like she asked my mom, did she know who it was? And my mom was like, I always felt like somebody was sitting in my room watching me. I think I know who it is. And then she described who the person was to my mom, and it happened to be my dad. Oh, snap. And like there's no way she could have known. She haven't seen this lady since high school. I wasn't even born. There's no way she could have known. Come on, don't talk about it. Don't nobody talk about it. So that's kind of how like, I got into like a lot of stuff that I'm into. And I know about the crystal because she, she showed me. She showed me how to get into it. So I feel a way when I see people into them and post them on Instagram. Oh, I'm doing this. This is mine. I, I, you probably get some benefit from because they work whether you believe it or not. Right. But I just don't like to see people just kind of like play around with it because it kind of makes me feel away. It's almost like people pretend to be black or whatever. I mean, you know. <laughs> You know, you'd be like, man, you, you know, you ain't really been through that. Or like, hey, you know how people like, feel like when people be fake, cripping and blooding or whatever. Like, people feel away about it. And I, I think I feel that same kind of way. Right. But I don't know. That when we, we went on a, on a tangent, like mental health, meditation, crystals, psychics, and spirits. Like, look where we at. Um, I don't know. I think this podcast is going to be great, man. I think so, too. We about, to, we about to go down. We about to go down a path, man. I think we're really, like, breaking new ground. Um, we got a bunch of other things we wanted to touch on. Um, something a little bit more lighter. Um, we were supposed to have a special guest, but he ain't show up today. He's actually asleep. So we'll probably have to get back to that next week. But it's going to be something really exciting for you guys. Um, what does we want to touch on? Um, I did want, did you see what, like, what, like the Cowboys and Jerry Jones and his stance about, um, about players protesting and they will be sitting on the bench that they won't play. Well, Jerry Jones got this thing where he was saying that like anybody that plays with him has to stand up for the national anthem. He won't tolerate anybody disrespecting the flag, even though that's not what the protest was about in the beginning. Right. But what he said was anybody who protests is won't play. But I'm just thinking like, what if all the black cowboy players just didn't do it? What would he do? Because that's pretty much who makes the team: Des Bryant, Dak Prescott. Like Miles Austin, like a lot of these players, I think Miles might be mixed, but still black. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. Uh, what's that guy name? Um, Ezekiel Elliott. What if all the black players on the um, the Cowboys just actually just boycott? They just they didn't. They just didn't play. 
No one's going to pay to watch the Cowboys play. No one's going to watch that game to see. Can they do that? Can they do that? Like, not play if they didn't want to? I thought it was in their contract. But if Jerry Jones said, hey, you cannot play, I don't want you that's to play. That's a different story, though. If yeah. it comes from the, the, the GM football team, that's another story. Yeah, but I don't I don't know. I don't know how that is, like how that contract is set up, but I know if they didn't want to play, they ain't got them to play. But everyone wants to play, so I don't know if it's necessarily like a contract thing. But let's just say they did just like, hey, look, we're all about to sit down. You gonna Now we can't play today. You told us we couldn't play. Which, what, what, do you think people are watching that game? I'm not watching that game. I'm not even watching the football now just because of everything that's going on. Plus, it's been like watered down over the years. Ever since Peyton Manning retired, like, I haven't really been watching. Because <laughs> that was my guy. But... But what would happen if they did that? And that's going to lead us into our next our next uh, topic too. Right. Like I don't think I don't think people would support that. I think if all the NFL players actually like just the ones who actually are on that tip or whatever, who want to um, make a statement or like show what they're representing, they should do it. Well, if they did it, like I don't think there'd be nothing they could do because they would lose so much money. The owners, they would lose so much money when it came to that. Like, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I don't know. I just, I just think that's kind of crazy. I think if I think if they did it, they'd just lose so much money. And won't nobody be able to do anything about it because that's what y'all said. And I don't think, I know they were trying to say they're coming up with a rule where they're trying to bring it to the board where they, people have to stand for the uh, the national anthem, but my thing is like you cannot make people believe or stand up and like represent something you believe in in the workplace, right? Whether it's a private practice or not, I mean private um, business or not, you can't do that. Like that's unlawful for one. I know, and I don't think it's in the constitution where you where you can make somebody do that. Like everyone wanted to hear because people came to America because they wanted the freedom of religion and they wanted to be free from the king's taxes and they have no taxation without representation, all of that good jazz. Like, people came here for those, for those rights. They wanted to be free. And if you don't believe in something, you don't have to do it. We don't, have, we don't make people go to Christian school or Catholic school if they don't believe in Jesus. Right. <laughs> like, we don't, we don't make them not work for us just because they don't believe in Jesus or, like, vice versa. They don't, you know, people, we don't make people read the Quran or whatever. You know, it's just, just different things. We don't do that. I don't feel like you should be able to do that in the NFL either. Like, that's too much control over someone's life. Like, y'all already tell them what they can and cannot wear, what they can and cannot do or say. Like, you can't tell somebody to just stand up for something that you believe in as an owner. We don't have the same beliefs. You can't do that. Can't do that. That's not, that's not, that's not right. What you think? Um, I think it's a lot of different opinions going around. But at the end of the day, people are gonna do what they want to do. You know what I'm saying? Like Colin, uh, Colin, Colin Kaepernick. You know, if they if they you know would have did what he did at first, you know, it'll be a different story, and he'll still have his job. You know, but. Now everybody wants to follow, you know. And that's what I don't like. Don't try to hop on the bandwagon now. You should have been on it from the beginning if that's how you feel. Right. And you know, he he he's a he's a really good quarterback, you know. Took took his team to the Super Bowl a couple of years back. Yeah. So I don't understand why he wouldn't have a job, but I mean that's the world we live in, you know. So he, he, he was doing too much talking about the wrong stuff. Actually the right stuff, but the wrong stuff in their eyes. Right. The wrong stuff in their eyes and and now he's being punished for it. So 
I saw a stat where they were saying that Colin is the 11th best quarterback in the league based on QBR this season. So he's better than 32 or 23 quarterbacks, basically. That's crazy. Like, he's 11th and he's not playing based on what he did last year. So that shows you that, like, that something's going on somewhere. Like, and, like, they can't blame Colin for, oh, what they're trying to say is that Colin can't play because, um, because, um, because of his, his his play in recent years. But you got to think, Colin didn't have a team to throw to. Like, how was he going to get his numbers up? He didn't have anybody to throw to. The 49ers were, were trash, basically. <laughs> but I don't know. I just, I just thought that was an interesting stat, that he's 11 in the league right now based on his QBR last year. He's better than majority of the players still, and they still won't give him a chance. And, you know, part of it, they may feel like he really just don't have it. But I think a, a large percentage of it is that um, it's, it's about what he, you know, they don't want to have that that attention drawn to them and, and you know, what all comes with him, like the whole media frenzy that's going to come. But I don't know. But the next thing I want to get to is... Um, I wonder if they're going to have any other football players to... Be thrown off the team, but I doubt it though. I think they're trying to make an example of him now. I think they are trying to make an example of him because he started it, and then you know, like everybody's up in arms now about it. But I don't think you're gonna see them doing that to any stars. Like they can't do that to to Cam Newton if he like. But Cam ain't really like picking a side. He's he's picking. He's trying to play defense. Right. But but I want. I don't see Ray them Lewis doing did that. that, and they took away his Hall of Fame. They did. They did. Whoa, wait a minute. Like, when did this happen? He tried to, he tried to play both sides of the fence, and they took away his Hall of Fame. For the, uh... Him kneeling. Wow, so, the, like, the NFL took it out of way? Mm-hmm. For him kneeling. Like, but they he, took away his Hall of Fame that he got, like, a year ago, I think. But he was, he, he was trying to play both sides of the fence. You know how uh, Colin, he, you know, he, he went down on one knee, you know what I'm saying? But, um, you know, Ray Lewis went down on both knees like he was praying or something. And then um, in a later time, he said he, he would never – I forgot what, what, what he said verbatim, but it was like he, he wouldn't disrespect the troops like that or our, our country or something like that. And he wouldn't do what Colin Kaepernick did. You know what I'm saying? I, th- I heard but, about and that. And then he was down on both knees. You know what I'm saying? So – yeah, they, they they got him for that. <laughs> I heard about that, but I didn't know they took they took his <laughs> they took his Hall of Fame thing from him. Yeah, he want he he want to play. He's just not that guy everybody thought he was. That is crazy. And he should be standing up for it. Him of him of all people, he should be standing up. Exactly. But uh, man, this is gonna bring us to our next topic though. Our next one is uh the the African the African American buying slash consumer power that we have like we have a lot of power yeah like when it comes to like because just think the world is influenced by everything we do as like black people hip-hop is the world's most digested music it's the world's it's pretty much the world's music it's pretty much the world's culture when you think about it everybody partakes in it like everybody dresses like us. Everyone says the slang we says. Like I saw something um, on a billboard. I was like, if I would have said this back in the day, people would have said I'm talking ghetto or I sound crazy. I don't have education, but now it's cool and hip to use these words. Like it, it seems like it's 
It seems like whenever I probably wouldn't Trevor Sanders, but it's like whenever white people can, whenever they start saying something or whenever it's accepted by them, that's when the rest of the world accepts it. Like it's no longer bad to have like curly hair. Like I was, you know, for a long time I've always wanted to wear my hair like how I'm wearing it. Yeah. But people say, oh, yeah, that's nappy hair. It's not professional. But, like, how are you going to tell me that my naturally growing hair that kind of spirals on its own, I could just wet it, go to sleep, and wake up like this every morning. You're going to tell me that's unprofessional, that's unnatural, just because it's unnatural to you? So it's like, it's all about perspective. But, like, a lot of the things that, that, that are going on today, like, people are dyeing their hair. Remember when the girls would dye their hair blue and put red weaves in their hair? Oh, they were ghetto, they're sluts, they're trash. Now you got people dyeing their hair pink, green, blue, turquoise, gray. I think they used to do, they've they been used to do that. It was just, uh, it just wasn't, like, the black population doing it. A whole bunch. It was some doing it, but it wasn't a lot. And I know, I know it was, like, a lot of white people doing it, you know. I, I know they were doing it. And then, I guess... It just started to uh, calm down, so more and more uh, black people started to do it. But you know what? When I when I saw white people doing it, it was always like the goth kids, the kids who were like cutting themselves and wanting to stand out type of kids. But like now, you see like the cheerleader, the American dream, cheer like the stereotypical American dream, or like you see them with blue green hair. I see kids every day come in with like gray. Even the guys. Like, but now it's accepted, but, like, we would have done this 10, 20 years ago. Oh, we're ghetto, we're trash, yada, yada, yada. That's not, uh, you know, work appropriate or... And there's some people who still feel like that, but, like, now I just feel like you should just leave people alone, let them do what they want to do. But anyway, but back to what we were talking about was that, like, we influence so many things. And, like, just think about how much money we waste on, like, superficial things. And the world's influence, influenced by us. We make the world go around when you think about it because we're always putting our dollars... Into things like look at look at look how people go crazy for Jordans, yeah, Harajis, Vans, MacBooks, Beats. Every every time I see somebody with a Mercedes, I kind of think think otherwise of them. <laughs> like, well, why are Mercedes? Because like it seems like when every time somebody that's black get money or they kind of get to a certain stage everybody feel like they got to get like either a benz a mercedes a maserati something like that because guess what or bentley remember everybody wanted the final mm-hmm. it just seemed like everybody has to get those just to show that they made it why can't you if you got if you got like that i'm not saying that you can't but like it's other cars just as valuable to do the same exact thing but you go put your money in a place where they don't even really appreciate you so you're saying get different kind of cars? Yeah, get a different kind of car. Everybody don't have to go get a Mercedes so, so, so or whatever. what do you suggest? My suggestion is this. Like, there's no right or wrong answer, but it's just like, why do people feel like people with Mercedes live a better life than others? And I know people who are struggling to pay that note. Like, I just don't get it. Like, why every time is that like, oh, when I get rich, I'm going to go get a BMW Mercedes. Like, why can't you get a Honda? Hondas are cool cars. Why can't you get, like, a Ford Escape? Like an American car. An escape. <laughs> yeah, my thing is, my thinking is this. Like, I used to be the type of person growing up, I was like, cause remember Cash Money, they always had like Bentleys and Ferraris and Lamborghinis and stuff. Like, I used to think that's what I wanted. Or like, a, like I, I've never really been like a Mercedes-Benz guy or like a BMW guy. But like everyone, all the like the rappers and celebrities, they would get one because it's like the sign of status. Right. But you don't ever really see people pull up in a Prius. Like, I know mm. doctors that drive Priuses. Minivans, 
Ford Explorers. They're not trying to like splurge their money. And what I'm getting at is that like, why do we go try to live outside of our means to get something just so we can show up? Yeah, but you don't know what they have in their garage. Those are the cars they drive every day. Of course, they, of course they're not going to drive those cars. The good cars to work, they bring those out the garage on the weekends. And let me tell you this. All the doctors I know except for one had regular cars. I know a doctor that has a Saturn. You been to the house? Yes. Inside the garage. Yes. I just went. I just came from one of my daughter's house maybe two or three weeks ago. Her husband put up in a Prius. She had a minivan. And some of them are like that. And they they like different cultures, right? Some of them really don't really don't even care about all the. Some of them stuff. don't. But that 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 but that that's besides that's not really like what I'm getting at because like they get it. It's just us who don't. Right. It's like people who have money. Don't let you know they have money. Like I see them wearing like bummy shoes. They look poor. They look like regular people, but the people who are broke look like the richest people in the world. Like why do we constantly pour our money into like Jordan, a name brand clothes, and we can get something that look this shirt right? I can wear this shirt every day. This this a wake up now t shirt. Mm-hmm. Like I can wear this every day if I wanted to, and and be cool. Like, why do we feel like we got to go get, like, Gucci, Louis Vuitton? We got to go get a Mercedes. We got to go get these things when they're not doing anything different than, 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 than like, our regular belt that we have, our regular purse, or, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, why do we constantly put all that money into these things when we can put our money someplace else and do something better for our lives? That's that's the point I'm getting at. No one's saying you're wrong for going to get the Mercedes, but don't go broke trying to get the Mercedes just so you can look rich for Instagram. Yeah, well, it's only yeah. I don't know. I, I, I see what you're saying though. Spending on belts and Jordans and we waste a lot of money. And be the same people who uh, you know ride a martyr. And think about it. We're 99%. I've seen people fresher than me, you know, walking. You don't never see me walking unless I'm, like, in the city. Yeah. And I park my car somewhere. You ain't going to never see me walking nowhere. <laughs> yeah. But I do see people do. I see people on the bus, like, just just Jordan out, Gucci, Louis Vuitton out. But you're riding the bus. Why would you invest your money in these things? I'm not saying you want to look nice, you want to be jumped. But at the end of the day, when you get older, none of these things even matter. Yeah. They don't matter, like like wearing name brand clothes. Like long, to me, as long as it looks nice, I'm cool. I can throw on a Superman shirt and be and be fresh. To me, because right. somebody else may think I'm a bum, but to me, I'm fresh. Like it doesn't matter. I can spend five dollars on a t-shirt versus spending five hundred dollars and get one t-shirt. I'm fine with shopping at Walmart for some stuff. For some <laughs> stuff, yeah. Like you know, I wouldn't want to go get shoes on Walmart, but like I used to want rims on my car, but I know now it really don't even matter. Yeah, rims don't matter. Even though mine has rims because they kind of came with it, but like, you know, everybody wants right. chrome if the factory, rims. If the factory rims look good, I'm a little. Yeah. Mine, mine are completely fair. My, my glossy black rims, they, they they make my car look cool. But it wasn't like someone was about to go break my neck for Like, oh, I'm about to go invest my money. Was, even though it's percentage into the car or whatever, like even the radio, satellite radio, all these different things, but. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying basically, like, why do we keep putting our money? Like, why do we break our necks to go get things that that's gonna tear up in a couple of months or years anyway? Instead of putting our money into something else, like people, like for instance, like people say, I can't eat healthy. Why can't you eat healthy? I just bought, I just spent three dollars and forty nine cent on healthy food. Mm-hmm. I bought 
lettuce, tomatoes, onions, carrots, and meat, like turkey or something like that, even though I shouldn't be eating that. But it doesn't cost them, like not saying that you have to eat like salads every day because you can get potatoes. Potatoes cost, what, 89 cents a potato. Like, you don't have to go out and and get quinoa every time or, like, you know, do, like, this super vegan thing. Like, it's plenty of things you can eat and be healthy and on a budget. And that's one thing we don't know how to do is, like, I feel like there's one thing we don't know how to do is, like, African-American people is set a budget. I ain't gonna lie. My budget-setting skills suck because I think all I ate this week, not not this week, last week was uh, takeout. And ain't nothing wrong with that. Sometimes There's something wrong with that. Well, yeah, it is, but you know, I haven't, I haven't seen the inside of my refrigerator, and all I was buying was takeout, takeout. I've been there. Remember, we used to eat Wendy's every day, four for four. Not me. We remember when I was go get the Wendy's. Up. I know your ass. <laughs> I was go get that four for four every day, every day. But you know, like I just, I just think that like if we. As a people, stop investing in these companies who really don't like us or is not intended for us. Like, just think about it. Gucci, Louis Vuitton, they're not for that. That wasn't made for us. And they've come out in their statements that they say these things. And we still, guess what? We're going to spend $300. I'm going to blow a whole check. I'm going to spend a whole check in the, in, the, in the Louis store. Like, for what? For what? What if we put that money into something that's ours? What if we put that money back into, like, black businesses? What do you think? Like, look at what could happen. Falcons rise up. Falcons rise up. What? Sorry. <laughs> but just think about what could happen if, if we start putting our money, like, in places that, that actually mean. Back into, like, the black business. What are you doing over there? That's what you over there doing? Yeah. <laughs> Y'all don't want to know what this man is over here doing. No, nothing important. <laughs> really no, no, nothing relevant. Uh, relevant. Relevant. So, what do you think about that? What if we? What if we just start pooling our dollars and like putting money back into our community? Man, people are gonna stay at Walmart, buying this, buying that. Especially if they got it down, down the street from their house. I mean, I, I, I live what two miles from Walmart. I'm not. I'm not going nowhere else. I ain't even gonna lie to you. Would you like to go to Walmart? It's not that I like to. It's convenient. And that's a good thing. Convenience is a thing. Like, and I understand being convenient, but like, just let's just say, because I know like places like New York, California, they got like Eddie's Meats or like Ray's Supermarket or whatever. Like, but like, let, put, okay, put it this way: What if we didn't go to Publix or Walmart to get our meat, but we can go right around the corner to like the neighborhood butcher to get our meat? Would we do that? I mean, I'm pretty sure I would. You know, have it fresh like that. Blah blah blah. Well, you know, Walmart is that one stop shop. Yeah. You get everything from there. Because growing up, my mom would go to, like, the farmer's market and get, like, a lot of our fruits and vegetables and even fresh meats. Like, like for Thanksgiving, my mom would, like, want to do, like, a roast or something. Like, she want to go get, like, mm-hmm. turkey wings. She'd go to the farmer's market. Like, putting the money back into, like, the community. Not necessarily the community, but, like, to... It's not going to big, you know, the... Like, they're not going back into, like, corporate. Like, it's not going to Target. It's not going to Target. It's going back into the middleman, the little man. Or whatever, it's going into their hands, and you know, like we can do, you do, you can do some things when you start to change it. Like imagine if you had a superstore, or what if we had your own computer store? That'd be dope. 
I would shop with you just because to support you. I wouldn't necessarily have to go to to Walmart, Target, Best Buy, Circuit City, whatever, wherever you go get your technology from these days. Like I'll put the money back into our community. What if like how, like just think about it. When you look at like Asian communities, do you see any black businesses in their area? Mm. Do you see them shopping at any black businesses? Mm. But guess what? When you look in our community, what do we have? A beauty supply store and a Chinese food store air on every corner, damn near, right? <laughs> but guess what? They will make us spend our money on them, but they will not put one dollar back into our demographic. Think about that. Think about how in China we they make a lot of money off exports, like and mainly guess who's buying it? Us. Right. Do they buy anything from us? No. You go to China, you see Hyundai, Toyota, um, Honda, Datsun, and all these different cars. You don't see like Mustang. It's like because for us, looks. I mean, foreign cars are like Toyota, Volkswagen, BMW, Hyundai because they're made in foreign places. Like I know people think foreign cars like BMW, Mercedes, Lamborghini. They are foreign, but like I think they think that's what. All foreign cars are no, they're not. But in their world, our cars are foreign. Like they don't have Challengers, Chargers, uh, Ford F one fifties over there. They got like Toyota. They 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 put that money into their community, and that's why like the um the Chinese dollar and their power and their buying power is growing to rival ours. Soon it will. Like just think about it. What if we start doing that same thing, but we don't? Yeah, we put our money elsewhere. And I know it's harder because I'm guilty of it. Like, I'm guilty of it. Like, we've all been guilty of it. But, like, just, let's just say, what if we smart? What, what if we start to make a small change into what we're doing? Right. But I don't know. What, what you think? I know I've been yapping for a while. I've been yapping for, like, the past 10 minutes. Um, let's see. How, let's see what, how much time we got on here. We're, we're an hour already. We probably spent the most of Because last time I checked, it was, like, meditation. We spend a lot of time on meditation and depression, but this is good stuff. Though. I feel like I feel like we hit a lot of good stuff. Um, so, do you think that you could like give up like name brand clothes and stuff like that? I don't really wear it. Well, I don't know. I, really, I like I said, I could shop at Walmart. You know what I'm saying? Because I really don't even. As long as it look good, I don't care about name brand. Good. Yeah, but yeah. I kind of know like I can make it look. You know what I'm saying? The right, the right type of shoes. Yeah, and when you think about it, like people around the world, they they wear whatever. Like I still see people wearing, wearing South Pole. If we wore as black people, we would probably get roasted. But white people, Chinese people, Asian people, people in Africa, they wear these things and they don't think nothing of it. It just looks nice. Right. Like you're not going to go check nobody's back pocket or tag to see what it is. I got a lot of clothes people don't know what it is. It's probably the stuff they that I might get clowned for, but I do not care because I still feel good when I wear it. I didn't spend an arm and a leg on it. And you can't tell what it is. And it looks good. It looks good. All that should matter is that you look presentable, that you got clothes on your back. It shouldn't matter how much it costs or who made it. As long as it's not falling apart, you look presentable. <laughs> That's how I feel. I feel like we covered a lot of stuff, man. We're going to say so many topics for next week. You think we should wrap? You think we should wrap? Or you think we should keep going? Yeah. I mean, how long do you want them to be like? I don't know, about an hour, hour 30 minutes, sometimes an hour 45, it all depends. Damn. <laughs> you know, sometimes the conversation just get good. Like, I think this conversation really got good and we got kind of lost in between meditation, mental health, and uh, 
what we just talked about. I think we just got kind of lost in it. Um, I guess we can wrap. We'll probably save some of this for next for next week, uh, the next episode. Because I've been trying to get this episode out of the way for a while, and I got I got a lot of ideas that we can, stuff that we could touch on. And plus, we're gonna start having guests too. I got a couple of females that kind of want to get on here because um, I'm gonna kind of hear from them and um, get their get their take on a lot of things we're saying. That'd be cool. You think we should do like a sleeper song, but like mm-hmm. underrated song, uh, like an under, song? An underrated song, like songs that we listen to, like that we think people should check out. Okay. Like when, when we get a when we get a real good setup, we could probably like, have a song play for a little bit. But right now, I'm gonna just toss out the name of a song that I that I really like because I make a lot of I make playlists on Apple Music, so people can check me out on there. But I can't tell y'all what my name is yet because we want to be anonymous for a while. But. Uh, <laughs> But uh, I would like this is an R and B song. Let's see, what is it called? Mm-hmm. It's this song called "Made for Me" by Sebastian Michael and Tiana Taylor. It's a really good song that I like. Um, just just to give you something to listen to if you want to go check it out. Just check it out. It's pretty good. You got a song you want to throw out there for somebody? It could be rap. It could be EDM. It could be anything. Um. Any song? Yeah, any song. That you just, that you listen to that, that people not, that's not played on the radio that people might not know about. Nas, I Rule the World. Man, everybody know about that song. Everybody don't know that song. Man, Nas, I Rule the World has been they out don't, forever. You said something they don't play on the radio. <laughs> they played it on the radio, though. My, my thing is, I'm saying, like, let's say, like, let's say Sabrina Claudio just came out. A lot of people don't even know who she is, but, like, Let's just say I want to play "Stand Still." Don't nobody know that song off that off because it's not on the radio. You have to actually have the album to get it, and don't nobody really like talk about it. So I gotta say some Taylor Swift name, uh, song or something. Like you can pick a song from like somebody you listen to. Like it's this guy named Belly I've listened to. It's a song called "Lullaby." Like, and I'm pretty sure people don't even know who Belly is, but he's pretty good. But you know, just anything. They could be off Gucci Man mixtape. It could be somebody that they know, but you know, it might not be a song nobody really like. Real, what's the song that you listen to like right now? Mm. I thought I did one. Hold on. <laughs> I thought you did one. It was a good one. One they don't play. What do they play? Because all the stuff I listen to, I think they play on radio just because. Well, if you don't got one, we ain't gonna have one. We'll probably have one next week. Michael Jackson Thriller? All right, man. <laughs> this guy sucks at sleeper songs. <laughs> so we're gonna skip his sleeper songs. We bought the rap. We'll catch you guys next week. We out. Oh, shit. What?